Hey you guys, Daily Grind here with Odie and Welch. I have another fun surprise. We have an amazing guest on the show today. It is Jules from Sleepify. And she's going to talk to us about what Sleepify is. But I actually met Jules through a couple other friends. And I loved that she was such like a humble entrepreneur. And she had such an interesting story. And was so passionate about her product. So I was like... I have to get Jules on my podcast to talk to all you guys who are starting something new, trying something new, and are just looking for a change. So, Jules, I'm really excited to have you on the show. How do you feel about it? Oh, this is exciting. Thanks for having me. Ah, uh, yeah. So, tell us, um, just right from the get-go, what is Sleepify? So, Sleepify, we are a weighted blanket company. We put the good back in your good night. We have children's sizes and adult sizes. Um, in weighted blankets, which help with sleep by reducing stress and decreasing sleep anxiety and restlessness and all of those good things that are plaguing us nowadays. Mm. And I remember once you told me that the weighted blankets help release a chemical or a hormone? A hormone, yeah. They help to release serotonin in conjunction with decreasing cortisol levels. And when serotonin increases, your body will produce more melatonin And if you've ever heard of people having sleep problems, one of the things they might turn to as a natural remedy is taking over-the-counter melatonin, and our blankets can help you produce melatonin naturally. See, and I love that one because we all need more serotonin in our lives, right? Like the happy drug. Yes, we do. But um, in my book, I talked about how I have a weird sleep condition where my circadian rhythm isn't like everybody else's so i actually had to be on a prescription melatonin so i could get up with the rest of the world at a normal hour and kind of led to me being an entrepreneur so that is so important about how our health affects things Mm -hmm. and it's affected your son's health correctly Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah he's actually the reason that i ordered my very first weighted blanket um i well ever since he was born we noticed that he was a really restless sleeper I called him a traveling sleeper. He would start with his head at one end and end the night with it at another end. And his blankets were always kicked off. He'd be up sometimes at 4 or 5 a.m. because he's cold. So now he's awake and ready to start the day and the parents are not. And he also had trouble falling asleep. He was one of those kids where he needed somebody to be laying with him in order for him to fall asleep. And to be quite honest, kids are wired that way. I mean, ever since they're born, they're wired to be close to their to their family, to their parents. Um, and sleeping is something that very naturally makes children kind of want to be close to another warm body. So this blanket has been a lifesaver. It's been acting as a surrogate for that body. And now us parents can have our, our adult time back, which is really nice. Since he started using it, we noticed that he immediately was able to start falling asleep on his own without somebody right next to him in the bed. And so that's been a great help. And he's been sleeping the whole night through, waking up really rested. And as you can imagine, in a young boy or girl or any child, he's in a lot better mood when he's not tired. Oh my gosh. I think everyone's in a better mood probably in your household, right? <laughs> it's true. Adults with no sleep, we turn into giant two-year-olds. Yes. And that's um, something that's so important because as entrepreneurs, I think we forget to sleep sometimes. <laughs> she's she's laughing, but she looks right at me, podcast people, because she's like, uh, I'm pretty sure you don't sleep at all, Odian. Like, <laughs> and uh, so how did like when you started getting a better sleep? How did that help your business? Well, man, in a lot of ways because. Um, when you're not getting great sleep, so many things 
kind of affect your day-to-day functioning. Um, just even your memory is affected, your ability to focus on a task until you're finished. Just not being tired. You do not make the greatest decisions when you're exhausted and waiting to go back to bed, when your brain won't shut off. And I'm literally, as entrepreneurs, I'm sure um, you notice that when you climb into bed, that's when you have all your greatest ideas. Oh, and you remember everything that you couldn't remember right. at lunchtime. <laughs> yes. All of those things that you didn't accomplish and forgot to write down on post-it notes, they start going through your brain and it's a terrible feeling. You're just laying there and your mind is going 100 miles an hour. So, so what I've noticed now is that when I use the my weighted blanket, um, I don't get into that headspace where I can't turn those thoughts off. I just feel relaxed my brain doesn't get going like that so I get a really great sleep and when I wake up in the morning and I need to focus on those things everything's a lot more clear to me and do you feel like you're spending less time in bed now but feeling more refreshed because I know as an entrepreneur it's like there's so few hours in the day and Mm -hmm. I want to sleep and take Mm -hmm. care of my health but I want to run my business so how do I maximize both of those yeah that's very true so Um, Well, I have to, this is a disclaimer here, folks. If you have spent a lot of time not sleeping, you have a sleep debt. And it's probably quite a heavy sleep debt. And so what might initially happen, as it does with me, is that you are going to sleep with this weighted blanket and all of a sudden you're just not going to want to get up at all. You have so much sleep to catch up on and it's true. You can even use the Google machine and look this up. Your body has to catch up on that sleep you haven't been getting. And so go to bed an hour earlier each night. Yes, you're going to have to let something wait until morning, but I promise you that when you wake up in the morning, you're going to do a much better job at tackling that, that thing on your to-do list than you would have prior to. But over a period of of weeks, perhaps a couple of months, uh, you're going to start catching up on that really good quality sleep because the sleep that you're getting is a lot better, more restful, more rejuvenating than it was before. And so you won't need as much sleep to get the rest that you need. Mm-hmm. Cause sleep debt is a real thing. I think that's why I was in bed the last three, four days, you guys, and the podcast wasn't really a hundred percent on the daily adventures of my life. And so sleep is so beneficial. So I want to kind of change pace a little bit, if that's okay. Um, first I want to talk about you personally. So you're an Olympic body builder correct or body I'm going to say this wrong so I'm going to let you interject right now and talk about how that physical activity affects your business okay so um I get where the Olympic comes from I used to do Olympic weightlifting um that's the clean and jerk and the well the other one's called snatch so we won't get into that (laughs) um but so (laughs) yes I did do that before and then I had a bit of a hiatus as we moved from one town to another town to be closer to family and I have been back in the gym now for close to a year. I've switched more to bodybuilding, um, and it's been really great. Uh, I've always loved um, to lift heavy things and put them down. I, I do, it's weird, but it, it feels really good. And there's a couple of things it does for me. One, it's a great stress reliever. And two, I just feel like a badass, so I get more done. That's true. Do you find um, that people, like, And again, everyone's unique, but do you find like if you try to tell yourself I'm too stressed to go to the gym Mm. and don't go that Mm. it adds on more stress? 
Oh, yeah, because then you add on the guilty feelings. <laughs> so now you haven't gone to the gym. Now you're afraid to put anything in your mouth because you feel guilty for not going to the gym, which makes you stress out even more. And then you lose focus on what you're doing because in the back of your mind, you're still feeling bad about not doing what you should have done to make yourself feel better. It's just a vicious circle. Just go. Just go to the gym. It is a vicious cycle because I think I end up putting more food in my mouth yeah. because I didn't go to the gym and I right. tell myself I'll work it off tomorrow bingo yeah and um so something else that i think is so important um is that you actually were in an mlm for a little bit mm -hmm. a long time yeah a long time and so so many people have so many mixed feelings about mlms or mm -hmm. we want to call them pyramid schemes or whatever you want to call them she was not in a pyramid scheme people but people <laughs> seem to think mlm is a pyramid scheme and it was so kind of tell us about your journey, but how it, by being in that MLM, it set you up for success with your business. Cause I don't think people correlate it as like a pre-training mm. program, so to speak. Yeah, no, that's very true. So I did spend 18 years in direct sales and network marketing. Um, Multi-level marketing is another way it's referred she to. She does not look her age. Just throwing that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I need to hear that. Um, but you know, it's, it was a really incredible incredible journey that got me to kind of the the head point headspace that I needed to be in in order to venture off and start something completely on my own because that can be a really um, intimidating place to be um, breaking out as a new entrepreneur starting a business whatever it is um, and the thing that that uh, is really beneficial I think in direct sales and network marketing the MLM world is that when you get involved with a great company, they are so focused on personal development. Yes. Right? And that is the number one thing that you're going to need as an entrepreneur is to be able to be in that space inside your head where you are confident and you're, um, I'm not sure exactly the words I'm looking for in this, but let me just backtrack to go back to there is a huge focus on building yourself up building confidence, building uh, a, the right mindset because no journey in, in entrepreneurship, business ownership, it's never linear. That um, that roadmap to success, it, it's not like an Alberta road. It's not straight. It's like go to BC and drive through the mountains. It's okay. not even that. I think it's like a Six Flags ride. <laughs> or that, right? <laughs> There's some high highs. There's some low lows. And if you stay in a low, you're never going to climb out and that's one of the things you learn in direct sales and network marketing is is how to kind of ride the ebbs and flows of building a business and because you have a team of people that you're working with um, you build a lot of social skills that you're going to need a lot of business skills you're going to learn a lot about sales about how to talk to people you're going to get lots of chances to to speak and and build that because that's a huge thing if somebody comes to you and says what do you do and you can't answer that with confidence. Um, and at least if you're not confident, you need to know how to fake confidence for real. That's a real thing. Fake it till you make it. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna bomb. You need to learn those things before you really put yourself out there in order to have a, a shorter distance between where you are at and where you want to go as a business owner. And you learn all of those things on somebody else's dollar. No kidding. Because that company is taking all the risk for you. They hold the insurance. They hold the products. All of that risk is theirs. 
So if you can learn everything you need to know to start and run your own company, not everything, let me backtrack on that one, not everything, no, but not so everything. much, you can learn so much that's going to help you and it's done on somebody else's dime, that's the way to go. Yeah. And it's also a great way to start because you learn, learn the tax advantages. Mm -hmm. um, I think as entrepreneurs, it's really easy to get caught up in our bank balance. I know mm -hmm. I'm bad for that too. And but then when you know like oh as soon as tax season comes I'm getting a return that is a great feeling and whoever says out there that they get a good return you have not had a great return until you've claimed as a business owner <laughs> hands down because you are not claiming your car you are not claiming your right. gas you are not doing any of those things and the fact is like even like there's some MLMs where they might have like a minimum threshold mm. right like you have to have done 500 in sales for the year. Right. But if whatever MLM or network marketing or whatever home-based business that some, I think someone decides to sign up for, mm -hmm. even if the first couple of years, like you did spend that 500 a year to keep yourself kind of um, liked by the company or in cahoots with the company, mm -hmm. one, you get that back in your taxes, but it's the opportunity to meet great people mm -hmm. and again, read books because yeah. they all, every company has like a a library of books they require their people to read like you haven't read this book yet what's going on you're like it's been two days and you gave me 20 books <laughs> that is so true actually I'm having flashbacks of all of those corporate calls <laughs> yeah <laughs> get this and then book, you're get like and then you're on a conference call and they suggested seven other books and you're like when do I sleep like you know you're not to have the weighted blanket and the book on right there you go yeah yeah and so you're like so Everyone knows I like to really talk about kind of how mental things affect things. Mm -hmm. So did you feel a loss when you kind of switched from your network marketing to your Sleepify? Or like how did you deal with kind of saying goodbye to that baby, so to speak? Okay, so I didn't feel a loss, but I have to say I felt a lot of guilt. Okay. There was a lot of guilt there because I, I was in a top paid rank position with my company. I had a, a very large team of people under me. So when I decided to make that switch and strike out on my own, um, I had to essentially let down a lot of people because I had been the team lead, um, for four years. So that was, that was hard. And that still weighs on me every once in a while. However, one of the great things that you do learn in, in network marketing is um, leadership. And part of being a leader is building leaders uh, on your team. Mm -hmm. And I had spent a, a, quite a long time in the industry and had kind of learned how to do that because that is a, that's a skill all itself. You know, there's a big difference between giving a person the address and giving a person directions. Yeah. Um, and, and giving them both too. Giving them both. So I did have a great team with many, um, many leaders on there. And so I had to put some trust in the fact that I had done my job well and that there were leaders that were going to fall into step and carry the rest of the team on. And that's what has happened. Um, but I made a lot of great friends in that, um, in those years too. And so every once in a while it still tugs on me a little bit, but I know that I'm doing the right thing for myself and my family because yeah. my 
passion has shifted to a different focus and you've got to follow your heart. Yeah. I think, um, there was two really important things that you just brought up. There was one following your passion. It's okay. If your passion changes people, like it's going to change, like as you evolve and you work on personally developing yourself or trying new things, Mm -hmm. you might find new passions Mm -hmm. and it's okay to kind of leave something as long as you leave it in a good thing. And there's always going to be people who are hurt. I'm sure there's people who are hurt when you left, but you built leaders. And the thing is, sometimes as business owners, we want it to be such our baby that we don't want to trust someone else. But we can, we one, we can never have another life if we don't trust someone else. (laughs) And two, like we were given a gift and who are we to hold that gift? We need to share that gift and allow other people to blossom. Because when we have the opportunity to be leaders, it's because someone else gave us a chance. That's right. And it's really important to have that faith in other people and allow them um, kind of the scraped knees, I like to Mm -hmm. call it. Yeah. Because they're not going to come running out of the gates like a show horse. Right. Sorry. Julie rides horses. So I get to use the horse analogy and I hope I used it right. Cause I'm like, I think it's a show horse. That might be the ones that don't run racing horse, but they're not going to, she's laughing. Cause I'm pretty sure I'm mixing up all these horses. That is not my specialty people, not horses. Um, and, but there's going to be people who come out and they're going to, let's say use a baby, for example. So these horses are going to come out kind of like a baby just figured out how to walk mm-hmm. and it's on its fifth step. It biffs it. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually you know they're gonna cry they're gonna scrape their knee but like the kid wants the cookie at the other side of the room or that horse wants the jockey on top off of it Mm -hmm. so even though it's fallen it's gonna keep getting up and anybody that we've trained or coached or mentored Mm -hmm. we have to so to speak watch them fall be there if we can but let them shake off the dirt and Mm -hmm. find the strength that's in them to get back up absolutely and not everyone will do it. I think I need to put a disclaimer on there. There's going to be some people and when they fall and don't have someone, they don't get back up. But as long as you know, you gave them everything you had, then that's them Mm -hmm. and not you. That's right. Right. Like, did did that happen with you? Like, did you have some people who ran out of the gate? Some people who fell, some people. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing in, it there we're a different breed an entrepreneur somebody that you that really we're the show horse <laughs> we are the show horses and i i saw a lot of people who wanted to do what i was doing and just didn't have the they weren't in that space yet they or and they might never be because it it takes all kinds not everybody's an entrepreneur and thank goodness because lord have mercy if we were all the same you know, first off, nobody would ever get a word in edgewise. No. <laughs> and yeah, no, nobody would be uh, doing, there's so much, so many other things that need to be done besides owning and running a business. So even us business owners, we need people who will do jobs that we can yeah. hire to do jobs for us. We're talking, sorry, I'm going to interrupt. We're talking about our social media and sometimes it's a headache. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you, social media people. Yes, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. So we need all types of people. And there's a lot of people that love the idea of being an entrepreneur, um, but they don't have what they need to, in order to be able to get back up. And I mean, not that they don't have the tools, it's that they don't have the want to, the stick it to itness, And that is something different. So I did see a lot of people 
that fell and didn't get back down. Mm-hmm. And it was very disappointing for me because in my mind, I think everybody can do this, but it's just not. And true. if you see something in them mm-hmm. and you're yes. like, you, you are yes. so great. Why don't right. you see what I see? That's right. Um, speaking of kind of the getting back down up kind of the roller coaster. Uh, sometimes I think people can't get back up because of their support system. Mm-hmm. So, how does your husband support you? And did you mm-hmm. kind of have to kick him in the butt? We won't let him know about this podcast if you did. Um, to make sure he gave you that support? Or did he kind of already come with that support? Or how does he oh. handle you being an entrepreneur? Because I'm sure you being an entrepreneur is not the nice stay-at-home, cook-and-clean wife. <laughs> it certainly isn't. He eats leftovers off my son's plate so often. <laughs> it's really sad. But my, I am so blessed my husband, he is not, uh, he, we work in completely different mind frames. He's way more relaxed than me. I am go all the time and I have that entrepreneurial mind. I have always just kept going, kept trying, kept failing and trying again and failing and trying again and failing, and trying again through this all. My husband never once discouraged me, never once did not support me. And I know that not everybody can say that. I know that I'm very lucky that way. But it didn't matter whether I was switching from one MLM to another or I started a business because there was a couple of small businesses that I tried in in between before I found what I really wanted to do. Um, He never once did not support me emotionally, financially. He always said, go for it. You can do it. Um, So I was really, really blessed that way. Mm. And... I'm going to, I know we're talking about like your husband right now and his support, but you said you had tried a couple others. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think it's so important for people to not stop until they find what kind of makes their heart pitter patter? There's not a single entrepreneur out there that, that is self-made that hasn't failed dozens of times. There's no golden ticket Nobody can just go out, pick one thing. It's exactly what they wanted to do and everything falls into place and everything's easy and it's one shot and it's, I I haven't heard of that. Even people that started out with money, they've had failed businesses. Um, So it's, it's not linear. It's not. And if you, if you find something that you think is it and you put your heart and soul into it and if the bottom falls out and you have to start all over again, start all over again because that's how we do it. Mm-hmm. And what's nice too is that when we start all over again, we kind of have a, pre, a plan going in that we didn't have the last exactly. time. And now we know what not to do. That's right. Which is almost more important than knowing what to do. Amen. Right? Yeah. Like, um, even like, so you know, like you've got a great husband. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure too, like, I know I'm kind of focusing on this, but I think... We forget how important our spouse's support is. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs where their spouse hurts them in so many ways. She's making a face at me right now like, mm-hmm, I've preach, girl, yes. preach. <laughs> and not that I'm encouraging divorce. I'm actually like pro-marriage. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to have hard conversations with our spouses sometimes that scare us and make us nauseous Mm -hmm. and probably give us panic attacks that say this is what I need from you or this is where I'm going get on the ship Mm -hmm. or sail away 
because there's too many um, entrepreneurs, men or women, who feel like they can't chase their dreams because of either their spouse or maybe it's their children or maybe it's their parents. Mm -hmm. um, I always tell people, my brother, I love him to bits. He is my rock, but sometimes he's like my biggest push downer, like yeah. my biggest thumb because right. he still wants me to get a good government job. Mm -hmm. So when I'm struggling, he'll kind of be like, well, you know, that government job you wouldn't struggle at. Like, so that's me. Uh, so do you have um, anybody in your life where you kind of had to give them that reality check and say, hey, get out of my way? You know, there's I, I've I've let go of some friend friendships um, along the way that were holding me back. Um, family is always tough because family set, tends to be less supportive of decisions that don't completely align with their own decisions. I don't know why that is exactly paradigms, actually. So if okay. anyone hasn't looked up paradigms. It's just, it's part of it is their fear and that what was ingrained to them. So right. when we tell ourselves, why did I do that? That was like my mother. Mm -hmm. um, or like we have a habit. That's all it is. They don't know any, any better. It's right. kind of the fear of the unknown. And they're like, but this is status quo. Right. So you're breaking status quo. And it's different if it's like their friend breaking status quo. But it's like, wait, our bloodline right. is breaking status quo. So look up paradigms by Bob Proctor, people. But sorry, there you go, go on. So look up paradigms. So, but the one thing that always keeps me going, no matter what, is that there's there's only one crack at this, you guys. And if you do not do the things that I'm going to steal this quote, set your soul on fire, there is going to come a day when you look back. And you think to yourself, I spent my whole life working to make somebody else happy and I never made them truly happy because you aren't in charge of anyone's happiness but your own. Mm -hmm. You need to do what fills you up and makes you feel like you have lived your absolute best life. And if being a business owner and an entrepreneur is what it is, you need to do it no matter what anybody else feels because this is your path to walk, not theirs. You need to live for you. And you're not hurting anybody by being true to you. Mm-hmm. I, like, let's just have, like, amen. If you guys could see us right now, we're I'm, like, waving my hands in the air. Like, I... There's no better way, I think, to end this podcast, actually. This will probably be one of the shorter ones, but she just mic-dropped. Like, Whoa. you know? So... <laughs> We're all on the search for happiness, but remember, you can't control anyone's happiness. Like, you can only control your reaction. And what their reaction is, you can't control. Mm. So, if anything, tell them to go get a good night's sleep on a weighted blanket if they're not happy. <laughs> so, Jules, if someone wants to learn more about weighted blankets or get in contact with you, how are they going to do that? Well, I'm on, uh, I'm on Facebook. You can find us at uh, sleepifyme, facebook.com slash sleepify me and you can find us on instagram um under sleepify underscore blankets and of course you can always visit the website which is sleepifyme.com wow so many great sources um she'll she's also located in edmonton alberta so if you want to check her out locally you might be able to 
test and feel what those blankets are. And there's a lot of surprises coming up for her this year too. So make sure you guys stay in tune with Sleepify Blanket. Um, just so you guys know, her kid blankets are, um, they're still great quality. What's the pellets again? They are high density plastic poly pellets. They're BPA free, non-toxic food grade. Perfect. So although we don't want our kids eating the blankets, no it happens. <laughs> So yeah, um, just know that your kids are going to be safe and like really as long as they're sleeping good, who needs anything else? And there's teddy bears too in case your kids don't like blankets. Uh, I'm just going to, I I think I choose my girl crush Thursday today. So I just want to thank you again, Jules, for coming out. I'm going to put her contact information on the bottom of the podcast as well. Um, reach out to her and let's watch all the exciting things this entrepreneur is going to do and kick butt in the world, right? I'm going to kick some butt. Yeah. She weight lifts, so maybe she's going to, like, throw a weight, a shot put. <laughs> but no, you guys. Uh, thank you again. Just to recap, make sure you remember to always find your happiness and focus on your happiness. And know there's going to be struggles and challenges along the way. But together, we are going to get there. Together, we're going to overcome it. And together, we are going to kick butt. So have a great day, you guys. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Where are your podcasts anyways? Oh.